Let's do what we can today to fulfill a high and lofty goal of being the most thankful church on earth. Amen. Not for our praise, but for the Lord's praise. Right. We want to be filled with thanks, thankful hearts, and we want to let that come out in a lot of thanksgiving. And it's the Thanksgiving week in our calendar for a nation, and that's appropriate and it's a good thing. And let's start it today. And while we have a sober passage before us, the sobriety does end with rejoicing in the last verse. And if we're not guilty of the crimes of those Jews in the previous verses, then we don't have to worry about all the vengeance that's prescribed there and promised there. We can give him all the thanksgiving and praise of our lips. So, in the spirit of thanksgiving, let me remind you of Deuteronomy chapter 28, which is four chapters in front of the chapter we'll be looking at momentarily. Deuteronomy chapter 28, which is a long 68-verse chapter in which the first 15 verses describe God's blessings on the obedient, and then the following 53 verses describe His judgment on the disobedient in His church, the nation of Israel of the Old Testament. In the process of these judgments that He gives in 53 verses beginning at verse 16, we come to verse 47, which I've taught this church many, many times. Deuteronomy 28, 47. Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things, therefore shalt thou serve thine enemies which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed thee. Those are two serious verses. Amen. And that 47th verse tells us what we ought to be in our church because we don't want to be near verse 48. Right. So in verse 47, we want to serve the Lord with joyfulness and gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. Did, did Israel have running water? Yes in a creek two miles away. <laughs> Did Israel have air conditioning? Yes. The air was conditioned by the Mediterranean Sea. Did Israel have a refrigerator? Did they have ice cream? Did they have anything? They had nothing. And yet they were to be thankful for the abundance of all things. And if I were to give you a list of the hundred things that you're most thankful for of a natural sort or of a spiritual sort, we have far more than they did. Their spiritual understanding was less than our children as to who the great Savior was and all the details that we know about Him and how He saved us. So we have so much more to be thankful for than they did. And they were commanded to do it with joyfulness and gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. We truly have the abundance of all things. Right. Things national, things natural things spiritual, things domestic, things medicinal, whatever you want to think of, we've got it. Things mechanical, we have it. And we, we thank you, Lord, for that. So let's be thankful. Let's not even get near verse 48. You know, whenever you see trouble coming in America, the nation hasn't been thankful, and maybe we haven't been thankful enough. Can one church be thankful enough to preserve a nation? Could ten righteous souls have preserved all the cities of the plain, 
Don't just think of Sodom and Gomorrah, but there were other cities, some of which are named in certain places in Genesis as well. And they could have. Let's do that for America. And let's do that for ourselves. And for the glory of God, ultimately, always being our chief aim. That's the Old Testament. And it's very close to the chapter we'll be looking at in a few minutes. But let's come over to Hebrews chapter 13 to another verse about thanksgiving that I have also taught this church many times. Hebrews chapter 13. We had occasion recently in looking at jewels of Calvary in the book of Hebrews to have touched on verses 9 through 12 or 13. And we come to verse 15 today. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. And I could comment on each of these words, and I have before when I've preached this text to you. Every single one of those words is important. By him, therefore, ties us to the immediate context about the Lord Jesus Christ, and he's the basis for all of our thanksgiving, because he has saved us, blessed us, and and has caused us to have life and to have it more abundantly if we see all of his blessings and the grace wherein we stand by what he's done for us. And so we should offer... Let's not make God get it from us. Let's offer it to God as a willing sacrifice, the sacrifice of praise. In the Old Testament, Solomon could slay 120,000 sheep and 22,000 oxen as a sacrifice. We don't have those kind of herds or flocks, but we have our mouths. And this is the fruit of our lips. This is the sacrifice that is acceptable to God through Jesus Christ, verbalizing praise to God. Do you verbalize it about everything? Do you verbalize it about how good the sheets feel at night? Do you verbalize it about the radiant heat of the sun on your skin? Do Do you verbalize health that you have? You know, we take for granted our health until we get sick because we love to focus on the negative. Oh, I got sick. I need everyone to pray for me. Well, why don't you think about, wow, I've been well for 950 days in a row. I should get everyone to thank the Lord with me. On and on we go. You know, I mentioned things like air conditioning. To lie in bed at night before you drift off to sleep, to say to your wife, wife, what do you think of dehumidified and chilled air? What do you think of it? And just to shout praise to the Lord about everything we can. We have the abundance of all things. But in this context, this is greater than Deuteronomy 28 because the context is the Lord Jesus Christ. By Him, therefore... Let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. That we are not misled by a Jerusalem in the Middle East, because we know about the Jerusalem which is above, which is the previous verse. For here we have no continuing city, but we seek one to come. Many Christians are preoccupied with the Jerusalem on earth instead of the one that's coming and the one we're already connected with. On and on we could go. Let us offer the sacrifice of praise today. Let the fruit of our lips flow, and let's do it all week. The Lord understands times committed to focused attention on a particular topic or aspect of worship. His feast days show that. His communion supper shows that. 
for as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death. He knows that. He does not think we're bad. He knows we're the inferior creatures that we are, and we should have calendar reminders that we do certain things. And we have the Lord's Day. But we have Thursday of this week, and we want this week to be focused on thanksgiving and praising Him and giving the sacrifice of praise with our lips. We can do that, and we have all the reason to do it. And in this chapter that we're going to see today, we're going to see remember and consider. And that remembering is all the goodness that God showed toward Israel, and they were to consider it, and they were to ask their fathers and ask their elders. And those fathers and elders were to show them and tell them. So I'm addressing fathers and grandfathers today, and great-grandfathers the most of all, that you make sure that you're speaking that and giving that example of thanksgiving. Let's remember all that the Lord has done for us, and He has done many things, and I'm going to prod your memories a little bit with Deuteronomy 32. Let us pray. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. I thank thee, Lord, and I bless and praise thee that thou art our rock, and we know that thou art our rock. And the rocks with a little r around us, whatever they might be, in the hearts and ideas of others, we disregard, we deny, and we despise. Our trust is in thee only, and our trust is great in thee. We shall not be moved at all. We bless and praise thy holy name. We thank thee, Lord of glory, that you live forever. We thank thee that when you whet your glittering sword, no enemy can stand before thee. We thank thee, Lord of glory, that you have tended to us like a mother eagle tends to her nest and to her young. We thank thee, Holy Father, that in this great nation, which you had planned before the foundation of the world for us to use effectively and efficiently, contrary to those that were here before us, we thank thee for it. We thank thee that thou hast brought oil out of the flinty rock. We thank thee that you have blessed the means of production and you have blessed our agricultural pursuits like no other. We have the abundance of all things exceeding all other nations in the history of the world. We bless and praise thy great and glorious name. We thank thee that there are two ponds on both sides of this nation to protect us from all the warring influences of other continents. We bless and praise thee for every aspect of this nation. We thank thee that from this nation has gone forth more preachers and more Bibles and more books about the Bible and more promotion and protection of the gospel of Jesus Christ than from any other nation. Amen. We thank thee for the Baptist churches that are in every town, village, and hamlet of this country. We bless thee and praise thee, O Lord. O Heavenly Father, do not let us be unmindful of all that thou hast done for us, but to call it to mind. And may the fathers and the grandfathers push it, teach it, impress upon their children the importance of being thankful for everything. But especially we thank thee that we know the Lord Jesus Christ, that we have no continuing city here, whether it be Salt Lake City, Washington, D.C., Mecca, or Jerusalem, that it's the Jerusalem which is above 
and Zion, which is above, are our city and our mountain. Heavenly Father, be with us this day. O Lord, we thank Thee for the Lord Jesus Christ, whom You have set as Your King upon Your holy hill of Zion. We bow before Him. We kiss Him in adoration and affection, and not so much in fear, though we do rejoice with trembling, and we seek to work out our salvation, which He secured for us with fear and trembling. Help us, Holy Father, to be harmless and blameless, the sons of God in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. Let us shine as lights for Thee and Thy glory in this world. Let us hold forth the word of life and live the word of life, that others may see it around us. Let us be the living epistles, known and read of all men, that show forth the Lord Jesus Christ and the work of Thy Spirit in the fleshy tables of our hearts. O Lord, we thank Thee for these things. We thank Thee for the hope of eternal life. We thank Thee for the certainty of the forgiveness of sins. We thank Thee that our names are written in the book of life, and this means more to us than any turkey or any beverage that we could imbibe in during this coming week. We are blessed abundantly. We thank Thee for America and our national blessings. We thank Thee for our health and our natural blessings. We thank Thee for the daily bread and the daily bread and meat and drink and delicacies that You have given us all the days of our lives. And we thank Thee for the Lord Jesus Christ, the bread of life. We are fed naturally and we are fed spiritually and we have perfect confidence of hope eternally. Mm -hmm. Have mercy upon us, Heavenly Father. We want to give Thee thanks this day and we offer the sacrifices of praise to Thee for all that Thou hast done for us from, the from before the foundation of the world when You wrote our names in the book of life to after this world is burned up and melts with fervent heat and you declare us your children to the universe. We thank thee for those two events, terminal events, beginning events and everything in between. We are thy children. We are called by thy name. We love to exalt thee, our Father in heaven. We love thy name. We love the name of thy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Hear our praise and hear our prayer. For it's in Jesus' glorious name that we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Praise and thanksgiving are two of the most exciting things you will ever do. Right. And it's a choice to do them with zeal and to shout them. I hope you'll do so. I don't want our church to be average. No. I want our church to be exceptional. Right. I want your families not to be average, but to be exceptional. Amen. I want to be exceptional. I want to shout his praise verbally and out loud to him more than anyone else in here. And I hope I'm close. And I hope you're all right with me. Amen. Let's give the Lord all the glory due his name. We're going to see it in Deuteronomy 32. We'll speedily make our way over those warning threats that uh, all we need to see a little bit of them because we're not guilty like they were. Let us not be like that church. We can be much better. May the Lord bless his word and everything that we do this day to your souls and to his honor and glory. Amen. Brother.